Hey, this is your host Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 380. The 380th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a Polist Priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future, them FOCs and whatnot, and for those of you that may not be up on that kind of lingo... Final order cutoffs, and uh, the, you know the, the, the books that are coming out next. New comic book day, you know. Um, yeah, more of the noteworthy stuff. I'm not gonna go over the whole list again, but I mean the whole list. I am, but just super fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Before the before, before I get into this, I gotta tell you about the nearest affiliate of the Cheers to Comics podcast, and that's gonna be Nerds Forever, located up in Newcastle, Wyoming, and expanded onto the internet for the majority of the people that are in Newcastle. Uh, 307nerdsforever.com is the place to go. You're looking for comic books, you hit up nerds forever that's what you do it's just it's like uh you get a runny nose you reach for a tissue you know you need a comic book you head up 307nerdsforever.com and just sit back and be pleased as tarl delivers tarl's the name of the fellow that owns the company uh <laughs> just so uh, yeah we're, i see we're all family now we're all familiar all right so check it out um and when you use code cheers at checkout, uh, you, you, you save yourself another 10% off already amazingly priced books, so do that. Head on over to 307nerdsforever.com, use code CHEERS at checkout, save even more money off incredibly priced books that eBay likes to gouge you on. So, there you go. Uh, now, it's time to uh, talk about the books of the future. You know, uh, we're going to start with Lunar. 
Lunar being one of the uh, multiple distribution companies out there, but because things are all divided up and whatnot, mostly thanks to DC, um, there, there's there's different final order cutoff dates. And, uh, yeah, so with that being said, the Lunar final order cutoff is all due Sunday. Sunday, Sunday the 9th? The 9th. Yes, Sunday the 9th. And, um, yeah, you just... That's what it is. Get them in by then. Now let's let's go over this list. Uh, it's not going to be just DC books. You're going to get some some uh, other indies on there as well, like Scout and Ahoy, and you know Lunar's adding to their catalog. Not a whole lot of indie publishers that I've typically heard of beyond Ahoy, uh, but uh, you know uh, it is what it is. So let's just get down into it. Starting with DC's most underrated title, Arkham City Order of the World. I love the series, and finally, we're going to get that little bit of Professor Pig that I've been waiting for. You know, I know he's going to he's been due to show up in the series, and now, hmm, seems like he's going to be our guy to wrap it up. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. This is the series, people. This is the series that everybody needs to be. Uh, and that Derek Chu variant? Oh my god. See, there's just not enough Professor Pig covers out there. Thanks to Arkham City Order of the World, I might be getting some. Mm-hmm. I might have a little... Uh, this is the best thing Derek Chu's ever done. It is. Because it's not, you know, like, Go Go, Neon, Vegas, Harley Quinn. You know, this is... Oh, Professor Pig's got a new haircut. And I like it. I like it a lot. Batman number 120 on the FOCs this week. There's a Francesco Matina card stuck on that. And look at that. We got our next Batman on there. Oh, wait, no. Is it? I can't tell. No, that's Bruce. <laughs> In the shadows. Um, yeah, I mean, but look at that. Fucking Matina. Look at it. And then there's a 1 in 25 Dan hip cover. Now, this is either going to be huge or laughed at. Like, I just... I don't know how people are going to receive this cover. I mean, I think it's neat. Nothing that I'd really strive to, you know, go out and get. But if I just so happen to have it in my collection, I, I, I'd be kind of happy with it. This is very, uh... It's not a... Man, that's odd. Very odd. Alright, continuing on. That was Batman number 120. There's a 1 in 50 jock foil on that as well. So, what, what, something happened in this? I don't know, man. I don't know. For them to do a 1 in 50, it makes you... Is it just because it's number 120 and it's a nice round number? The 20th issue beyond 100? I don't know. I don't know. Batman 89, number 5. Look at this Adam Hughes cardstock variant. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Jesus criminy, that looks good. It's a good one. It's a good one, Adam Hughes. And it's not sexualized in any way, shape, or form. It's just leather. Uh, it's, it's, it's a shoulder and seven-eighths of a head. And it's amazing. Uh, let's see, Joe Quinones getting the A cover on that as well. Then we got a Batcat book here. This is number 10. 
No, that's got some boobs on it. Uh, Clay Man on the cover there. That's fucking awesome. And then we got a Jim Lee Scott Williams variant. Mm-hmm. And we got a Travis Terrest variant. Gotta love it. Batman Urban Legends number 12. Oh, I've been looking forward to this arc, people. Uh, yes. Still Mark Russell and... Uh, uh, oh my gosh, Carl Mostert. Look at that Carl Mostert cover. I dig, I, I'm interested. I mean, I always was, but now even more so. What is going on with that bear? I want to know what's happening with that bear. I dig it. I dig it quite a bit. And then, oh, look at this... Uh, Alright, that new Catwoman villain that's got like the, the, the beehive face, the honeycomb face. She's got a, got a cover of her own there. Anand Radha Krishnan. Radha Krishnan. Radha Haka Krishnan. Okay. Um, it's a sweet cover though. And then we've got Dark Knights of Steel number four. Oh yes, very, 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 very pumped for this issue. After reading issue number three, we're going to see what the uh, medieval version of Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy's relationship be like, yo. Uh, I'm excited. And then that Joshua Middleton cardstock variant may or may not be something that people are going to really thrive to go out and get. Yep, I mean, not thrive, strive. That's the wrong word, thrive. Um, it's not like I had a lisp, huh? So, oof, oof, man, that is neat. I like it. I've been seeing that cover float around, too. Images of it, at least. It ain't come out yet. Uh, and then we've got Dark Knights of Steel. Ooh, there's a 1 in 25 Bengal character sheet variant. That doesn't look like that would be it at all. That's clearly the wrong image for that. That is not a character sheet. Huh. Interesting. I wonder what that is. That's misleading. Um, these Detective Comics number one thousand fifty-one. Oh, we got some psycho pirate action going on here. I loved the first issue of this tower arc that Mariko Tamaki's doing, and I loved the backup story that Matthew Rosenberg did. Uh, the detective is about to be the shit for the next twelve weeks. So, get used to that. Oh man. I don't know shit about Psycho Pirate, though. I don't know. I don't speak fucking French. Hmm. Oh, and we got another Bermejo on here. Oh, my God. It's just so good. We got a prison right here. With the Penguin and the Joker and Harley Quinn all up in the orange as these guards are nice, man. Got a little shivy shiv there by the Joker. All up in the foreground. Bermejo is just so good. He's so good. There's a reason why he's the guy they chose to draw Batman's dick. You know? Just saying. Uh, <laughs> Detective Comics. What? Wait, no, hold on. There's a 1 in 25 on this. By Jorge Fornes. Oh, that is gorgeous. It's got the penguin on it. Man, look at that perspective. That is so cool. I like it. 25 copies to get it like it. I'm not sure about that, but it is a neato. Uh, Green Lantern number 11. 
out this week, and Alan Quagg in a pretty bad arse B cover. Whoa, that is neat. I dig it. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, Joker presents a puzzle box. Number seven, wrapping up the little seven-parter from Matthew Rosenberg. Gotta dig it. Two covers on that one. Riley Brown getting the B cover. If you're a villains fan, a rogues gallery fan, it's a good cover to have. It really is. It's 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 got the uh, the A squad on there. And we've got Justice League Incarnate number four. This is a fucking weird series. It is. It's, it's a weird series. I don't know what's going on. I know Batman Woman Who Laughs has got a part to play in it. I know that there's just, I don't know, there's a lot going on. <laughs> but we'll, uh, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see what it all plays into. It's very Earth 8 heavy. You know, there's a lot of multiversity stuff being brought back into this. Some first full appearances and whatnot. So I don't know, man. Um, I don't see any solicitations on this, but that doesn't that doesn't really mean much. Um, I don't know. That's crazy. Oh, that the B cover though. Look at Jorge Fornas. You a busy guy. Whoa. What is that? Um. Fuck. Oh yeah, we're talking alternate universes. That could be any version of Superman. Is it, uh, I think it's uh Shit, what's his name? What's his name? Calvin. Is it Calvin? I don't know. Cal Calvin? Uh, and there's a 1 in 25 on this as well, done by Chris Burnham. A big one this week, or is it? Monkey Prince, number one. Uh, now, this is the only thing that DC talked about in their DC fandom as far as comics go. Uh, first appearance in Monkey Prince popped up in... Festival of Heroes, I believe, is what it was called. And this would be the first ongoing. So in, you know, 30 years from now, fuck, this series might be worth something. Um, but, I mean, it's it's a key nevertheless. You know, I'll take it what it is. But my guess is it's going to take less than 30 years for this book to pick up steam. I do. Uh, my point to all this is it's probably not a bad one to have a few copies of. It's only a $4 book, so for being a first issue, it's not like it's like an $8 introductory oversized issue price that's going to you know make you want to hold back on ordering a shit ton of copies. But I really do think this is one that you know you store in the vault for a little bit. I think it's it's got some payoff down the road. Uh, but... I mean, I'm a film with a brand new character in a brand new series of his own. We're just, you're, there's going to be uh, an abundance of new characters that pop up, and all it takes is one to be liked, you know. And that's the one. So, I, I don't think it's a bad bet at all to 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 order in on Monkey Prince number one with that four dollar price tag there. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Five covers there, ranging from a 1 and 50 from Dustin Nguyen, which is pretty neat. Gotta say. See, this is how Momoko wishes to wa- she could watercolor. Like, this is what watercolor comic book covers are supposed to look like. Look at the perspective that makes sense there. You know? Look at the musculature, the anatomy that is exaggerated, yet still makes sense, you know, I know that that's a foot, 
you know sure slightly skinnier ankle but comes out into a calf you know i mean i don't know it's just ah <laughs> uh, this is this is how it's supposed to look people as far as you you want a watercolor cover book artist follow dustin Nguyen. you want an asian cover book or co- comic book cover artist to follow follow dustin Nguyen. momoko she's she's played out i'm there i said it again <laughs> Oh, I gotta say this name again. Anand Radhakrishnan. Radhakrishnan. I feel like there should be another syllable in there. Radhakrishnan. Snan. Snan. There we go. It kind of is. Radhakrishnan. Radhakrishnan. I don't know where the accent would be. Either. I don't speak languages good. Just know that. Uh, this is a sweet cover. Yeah, honestly, this might... Is there like a Happy Meal box going on there? I can't tell. Hmm. Uh, this is gnarly. It's... Yeah, you got a burger? I mean, it's kind of muddy. There's a lot going on. But when you sit there and... Yeah. They didn't think about this character's color palette much, did they? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's got the red and the gold, got that Iron Man going on, but when the arm crosses the body, it's hard to tell what the fuck's going on there. That's all. Um, all right. And then what's the what's the C cover here? Zao Dao? Oh, neat. That's got like a spirited away vibe to it, in a way. No, maybe not. Huh. The B cover's the coolest, though. Art germ. You know, just duh. That's a neat one. You want you want a close up of what Monkey Prince looks like? Does he got his finger in his ear? Or is that just weird pinky placement? Looks like he's got a pinky in his ear. But I mean he's a monkey, so yeah, digging for bugs I guess. Um, that was a lot of time on one book. Point is, I think that you should definitely not sleep on it. Just saying. I know there's a lot of uh, DC spec. Well, you know what? Don't, then. Fuck it. I'm just, the less that gets printed, the better. Because I'm going to have mine. You know? Promises. Uh, One Star Squadron, number three. I think number two just came out. And I'm going I'm to need to read up on that. I liked number one. It was fun. And there's a reason why Mark Russell is a nominee. And um, top candidate for uh, Writer of the Year. For the cheersy. Yep. I think that's coming. I do. I think it's coming. But we'll just have to find out Sunday, January 9th. And, uh, you know, here's a good plug for that. Tune in. Tune in with uh, me and Ken M. Ken Moneybags from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. My, I'm just going to go out and say it. My favorite indie podcast out there. You know? You want uh, a plethora of... Or how a parlay, if you will, of topics, then check them out. But point being, one of the uh, co-hosts, and you've listened to him, you've heard his voice on this show before. Oh, uh, it's 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 Cheersy's time, people, and this year we're going live. Yes. So yes, you will get your Monday morning release of the show. But if you want to tune in live and uh, I mean weigh in the 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 live chat, then. 
do that. Make sure you subscribe to the Cheers to Comics Facebook page. Um, join the Cheers to Comics Facebook group. And definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. Because that's where it's all going down. And it's going to be a good time. It is. It's going to be a damn good time. We're talking the best of 2021. And, oh, if you've never tuned into a Cheersies before, buckle up. I mean, they, sh- they could be two or three parters um, with how <laughs> we don't hold back. There's no time constraints. You know, there's no uh, uh, play the music off the you know, wrap it up situation. No, we got some shit to say about the whole year and we're going to say it. And it's it's going to be a good time. So make sure you do that. And with that being said, we're circling back to Mark Russell on One Star Squadron and how you should be reading this. DC's putting out some indie-like books with, um, you know, C-list superheroes lately. And I am an absolute fan. I am. I'm a fan. Uh, all right. Uh, from Black Caravan... We've got Playthings, number one. You know, this is a, a scout imprint. And from John Clark and Travis Williams. Listen to this. Travis Williamson. I, let me finish his name, I guess. I got all excited. Uh, Allison Hart wakes up inside a bright candy-colored room to discover that she's tied down with licorice. Small toys around her move because they're alive and her hands are no longer real. She struggles to piece together the surreal and horrific events that led her to this place. And more importantly, what has happened to her young daughter, Emma. Emma. I've got the ash can of this, and I've got good feelings about this book. This is, what the fuck, this is, I mean, it's, it's clown saw, people, is what it sounds like to me. It's Playhouse Saw, and I'm very excited to see where this goes. I am looking forward to a new horror book to start out 2022, and I have a feeling that Scout and Black Caravan are going to be the ones to deliver the big, oh shit, didn't see this coming, book. You know, like a stray dog situation. I have a film play things, might be something like that. And I know there's a lot of people argue, oh, scout spec, blah, 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 not, not remember the recount. Go and find you a copy of First Parent Recount. I'm not going to wait, because it's going to, I mean, I mean, okay, maybe you could find it, but are you, what are you going to pay for it? Nah, three ninety nine. You know, unless you're ripping off some little old lady, and I don't think little old ladies are selling. That. You see what I'm going? See what I'm doing here? Pick up playthings, people. It' gonna be the one. What is this? Strange Love Adventures. Okay. Uh, it's a ten dollar book. Oh, it's Valen Valentine's Day. You triggered. I know, I hate it too. Valentine, it's the Valentine's Day Spectacular, if you will, uh, featuring none other than the the the, the very lovable Harley Quinn. Uh, and a T-Rex, it looks like. We got Rex Ogle and, oh, Rich Duke. Oh, he's been killing it lately. Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, Rom V, very nice. Stephanie Phillips, Frick yeah, Devin Grayson, and others. Uh-huh, I would imagine so. Of ten bucks, good lord. Alright, uh, yeah, no, it comes out the week before. Uh, Valentine's Day. And what do we got for covers here? Two, just two. 
Oh, but this Amanda Connor cover. Ah, uh, welcome back to Harley Quinn, Amanda Connor. That is a freaking cover. I like, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking bug. Something bug. God damn it. He's, I've been, he's, 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 he's Deadpool. You know, a little wall-breaking son of a bitch. It's been fun watching him. Uh, I dig it, man. man. This could be, you know, you're looking for a, for, I mean, a holiday book. You know, celebrate Valentine's Day. This, this is the one. Uh, Suicide Squad number 12. I love this series so much. I do. And the last issue tied in slightly to some shit that may or may not be going on in Justice League Incarnate. I got some Earth 8 stuff, and I don't believe in coincidence in comics. I don't believe that in the same week, we've got so much Earth 8 stuff happening. And in the last one, we've got a... Oh, the... the ugh, fuck. I don't want to say the Rejectors, that's not it. But a very Marvel-esque type of... Mm-hmm, not the Nimrod Squad, you know, where it's like the DC and the, the, the Youngblood amalgam. But... Uh, I forget which. Uh, what were the fuck? Is, I know it started with an R, but whatever it is, there's some stuff going on in Suicide Squad that people need to be uh, real. I mean, just read it too. I'm not saying really for the sake of speculation, but I, I, I mean, I have a feeling if you're gonna want to follow DC continuity, so Suicide Squad is gonna be one that you're just gonna want to keep following because it seems to be important, despite all the. The C-listers that pop up in here. I watch their heads pop off. Oh, there's a John Boy cover on this. That is rad. Lots going on again. Look at Bug. Is Bug turning into be my favorite? No. But, I mean, I like him a lot. Oh, we've got an oversized here. We've got another DC Black Label. And this one... I don't know. There might be some stuff hiding in here. I'm not going to give you the full synopsis of this because it is an essay. But Simon Spurrier and Aaron Campbell, you know that that's our creative team behind this. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how many sentences I'm going to read of this thing. Uh, let's just start with the first one. The attacks begin without warning. Brutal, sudden, cannibalistic. Can just end it there. Uh, a metahuman with all the power of Superman, but none of his humanity. An unstoppable being ruled only by hunger and instinct. Striking at random across the world. The world. The world. In a world. To stop this threat, Harley Quinn, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark have been assigned to corral nursemaid and, if necessary, execute five deadly new recruits. Yes. Yes, five new baddies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with five first appearances in this, probably something worth grabbing as a speculator, you know? I mean, it's $7 oversized. Not the funnest types of books to store at magazine size, but, I mean, you've already got a case of Last Ronin and shit, right? So, just put it in with that. But I have a feeling that, I mean, if, I mean, look at the creative team. It's, it's One of these fuckers is going to be big. I want to know who the cannibal is. I mean, is it sharks eating sharks? I don't think so. We're going to find out. What do we got for covers here? We got a Matthias Bergara variant as well. well. That's different and neat. Once again, 
Watercolor cover artists. Momoko, take notes. This how you do it. You can have exaggerated. Look at that chin. Look at that chin. I'm okay with it. You know? That's fucking cool. That is a cool cover. I like it. See, it's got that, that uh, Bruce Tim smile going on there. And I appreciate that. That's what I appreciate about that. And then... Okay, we're not done yet. We've got We Don't Kill Spiders, a legendary edition. What is this? 20 bucks. Good lord. Um, I would imagine this is... Uh, uh-huh. I'm trying to see. Is it the... Trade? doesn't say trade. But it fucking better be. Oh. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. And then World of Krypton, issue number three of a little six-parter there. I haven't started reading this yet. I feel like if I if I do go to read it, I'm just going to want to read it all in, like, uh, you know, I'm fucking trade form. All six issues just plop down. Um, I'm just not that much of a Superman fan. But I do feel like it's Superman history that you know, just pay attention to, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's uh, move on over to Diamond. Let's see what the heck Diamond has going on over here on the old FOCs this week due by Monday the 10th. I know, it's different. Well, let's start with the Vault Comics. That's a good sign that we got some Vault FOCs this week. That means it's probably going to be a real healthy FOC week, huh? Real normal-like. Human Remains, number five, two covers this week, and then Radio Apocalypse, number two. Oh, is this one pushed out another week? Seems so. Radio Apocalypse, I think it's one that you shouldn't take your uh, your attention away from. Don't mind that. I think it's, a, it's got a lot of potential there. I really, really do. And honestly, I'm really just saying that because I got that um, LCSD foil edition fixing to be packed up and sent out to CGC, so really, it's just a matter of fingers crossed for me. Um, you should all like this book so I can make money. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> make it popular. Oh, man. You know, it's... <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> Titan? We got some Titan this week. We do... I don't know what that is. That seems confusing, and I'm not going to talk about it. Scout Comics? Nope. We already talked about Scout Comics, but apparently they're not not the same this week through Scout and Lunar. Different order dates. And that's why you'll see Scout Comics often. Uh, you, you think, you know, you might see somebody else with a book, and then I'm like, wait, I ordered this. I for sure ordered this. How come they didn't show up in my pull box? Just about who, okay, who did you order it from? Because they release at different times. There's no embargoes on Scout Books. So, I mean, technically, shops could put out their books on fucking Saturdays if they wanted. You know, if that's when the ships come, ships shipments come in. But who wants to confuse stuff like that, you know? Uh, Oni Press? He said with the giant question mark on his breath. Nope. Nope. No, no, no. Mad Cave? We do have a little bit of Mad Cave. Oh, we got a number one from Mad Cave. What is this? Speed Republic. Hmm. Are we talking drugs or cars? Ryan Lindsay and Emmanuel Parascandalo. 
Did I say that right? In the future, Europe is united under one man. The autocrat. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm thinking cars. Auto. Mm-hmm. He rules the apocalyptic landscape from corporate monopolies with the vision of unity that is gospel to some, but hollow to others. Oh, you rebels. To distract the 99% from their poor and empty lives, they are given the opportunity to compete in a grand race. Nailed it. A marathon street race through Europe where only one driver can make it to the end and win a life of a luxury. All right. Okay. Fans of Cannonball Run and The Hunger Games. All right. See, I kind of, I was thinking like a Mad Max vibe there, but all right, I dig it. This, I don't know, this one might have a little potential, people. Sounds like a neato concept. Speed Republic. All right, you have my attention, Mad Cave, and there's two covers to choose from there. Fabian Lille getting the B cover. See, now this looks very, all right. Whoa, what kind of car is that? That's got quite the spoiler. Mm-hmm. But it is the future. So And, oh, it's European. It's for sure European. That's what's going on. Okay. Sorry. Uh, all right. No, I hope this book has your attention, because it may be something, uh, something neato. Low print run, too. I, I, bet, I bet it is. I bet you. Unless everybody just goes and or- goes out and orders this because of the you know, the influence that this podcast has. How about Black Mask Comics? We've got What number six, second printing. Uh oh, yeah, that's an offensive cover, people. I guess I, I probably shouldn't say What like an old uh, white man when it comes to this title. Huh? <laughs> I just like words with a hard H. A whack, whip, whack. Um, behemoth. Whoa. Oh yeah, bitches. All right, no, hundred percent. Yes, this is my indie pick of the week. I don't even care what the fuck is else coming up right now. I don't know what this is. I just see heavy metal drummer and a motherfucker wearing a black Sabbath T-shirt, and I am. A billion times into this. What is this? Kiefer Finlow, Emiliano Pliskin, and Luca Vassalo. Look at you fucking Europeans knowing what's good. Wait, Black Sabbath, where are they from? Oh, England. <laughs> you would know. Uh, I'm the Prince of Darkness. Right, that was awful. Look at this art. Look, I've never seen Diamond do this before, but they give me... Inside art. I mean, the cover, I thought, oh, that's fucking Daniel Warren Johnson is shit. Let me get another Murder Falcon. Lightning Strike twice. I mean, no, it's not Daniel Warren Johnson, but nobody's Daniel Warren Johnson. But with that being said, uh, oh, man, come on. This is fucking awesome. It's simple, but metal at the same time. There's... Like, you look at it at first, and you're thinking, sorry, I'm giving you a review of the book just because they're giving me some, you know, some shit to, to really look at here. You look at it at first, like, oh, this is fucking simple. 
But then you really look at it, and you start dissecting, there's so much to look at. The same, without it being muddy. Like all the little doodles and stuff on the walls, and all the t-shirts, and... Oh, I'm into this. And there's so many covers to choose from, it's not fair. It's only a $4 book. Oh, man. It looks oversized and like it would be too big. What the fuck, man? Alright. I guess I gotta get all the covers if it's only a $4 book, because I... There's... there's What's going on with this cat? Holy shit, this is badass, people. Oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe this is just my... My thing, but I mean, it's like an I get like an underground comics type of vibe from it as well. I mean, kinda, kinda, but oh fuck, this is cool. What is that like a rubber Johnny situation going on there? I don't know, man. I want to fucking know. Is it horror? Yeah, gruesome interdimensional conflict. But I see. I get. I didn't even read the the thingy. I just said heavy metal drummer and sub Black Sabbath t-shirt. Black Sabbath, by the way, in case you're not aware, is the greatest band of all time. Just fucking saying. Um, 1986 AD. I remember. Wait, no I don't. Um, I was almost there, though. Under the streets of Los Angeles breeds the seeds of a gruesome interdimensional conflict between order and chaos. Enter Dave, a junkie heavy metal drummer whose life is about to get a whole lot shittier. Fuck yes. And I say that with a capital uck. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm, I'm going to move past this comic now. But if you are into the same type of shit that I'm into, then be aware, okay? Just you, you are aware. I've done my job. It's up to you now to do yours and pre-order this book. It's a six-parter. It's not just a wall. Yes, it's a six-parter. <sighs> I'm in love. I'm in love. Um, granted, I have seen no dialogue within this. I've just seen interior art, but as ambiguous as it all was, it's 100% up my alley. Also, from, what is this, Behemoth? Yes, Behemoth. Look at Behemoth just doing their goddamn thing. We've got No Holds Barred, number three. Two covers to choose from there. And by Barred, I'm talking, uh, and like little flautist talky guy from D and D. I just piss a bunch of people off. I'm allowed to talk about that because I played a bard called Chug Thugnuts once um, for a while. Like it's like a six month campaign. So I could talk shit about bards all I want. A soft spot with bards. Uh, AWA. A, and I gotta, let me, I'm just gonna go on and say, like, AWA is not a, uh, a publisher that you should be sleeping on. This, the, the, these titles that they're, like, under the table coming out with, under the table's not the right word. It's just low-key coming out with, or, they are going to blow up. There will be a handful of these books, not just a, a couple of them, a handful, a very large, big pod, bear pod handful Maybe even two, um, a whole arm scoop of them. Let's let's sure. You get what I'm saying, people. AWA Upshot putting out good material with quality. I think this is. It almost feels like it's the Substack of <laughs> printed comics in a way. That's how I feel about AWA. 
it's all the big great names doing some some shit that just isn't on the mainstream market like it yeah i don't know this is uh, but with that being said we got another number one out this week we've got primos uh, a little far far four parter uh, al mandrigal carlo balaberi brian reber and dave johnson oh man what is Primus? Well, let's let's talk about it. Centuries ago, two Mayan brothers constructed a spacecraft that sent them hurtling into outer space. Returned to Earth only to find their culture and civilization destroyed. One of the brothers vows revenge and seeks to decimate the planet with intergalactic technology gathered to wait on his travels. Gathered on his travels. To prevent this, his siblings create a contingency plan that activates the world's protectors, descendants of their own family. Now, the fate of the planet lies in the hands of three cousins scattered throughout Central and North America who have never even met. How's that for a fucking synopsis for you? Oh, you've read this one? No, you haven't heard of this one. This sounds... Badass. Now, I mean, I don't know who Al Madrigal is. Uh, I do recognize the name Carlo Barberi. Where do I know that name? With that being said, uh, I'm. This is fucking. This is another one that needs to be added, people. It needs to be added. Uh, Antarctic Press? Oh, good lord, Antarctic Press. You're coming in hot. This week we've got Alias Black and White number two. We've got Cat Shit. Oh, Cat Shit's back with volume three, issue number one of a little three pata. Well, all of a sudden, do I sound like a wicked Eastern? Sorry. Uh, Gold Digger number 285 and 286 for that matter. That's never not confusing when they do that. Uh, horror Comics. Nightmare Gallery, little one-shot. Ooh, look at that cover. Oh, Nightmares Indeed. I don't like that. And by me saying that, I mean I love it. Because it is legitimately terrifying and a thing of nightmares. I don't know. Did you guys hear that? That was my stomach literally turning when seeing this. You probably didn't hear that. I got a super sensitive mic. Or uh, not a super sensitive mic. I practically got my mouth around this thing. But, um... Uh, huh. Alright. No, I'm... Ugh, it's still rolling around. I don't like... Oh, I'm just hungry. No, it's... Uh, uh, it's a fucking fucked up cover. Fuckity fucked up. Speaking of fuckity fucked up, um... <laughs> Jungle Comics. That dude has his face right all up in that little lady's ass. Like, that's... I don't know, man. Um, I, I, <laughs> just a a weird choice. Uh, but I will say that you know Chuck Dixon is playing a part in this. I just that name just so happened to pop out of the description here. I mean, there 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 there's obviously some sort of quality in these jungle comics. I mean, Chuck Dixon name Chuck Dixon's names involved. I just that 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 cover is just a. I get it. We got Big Loin Cloth Man, and then... I mean, what, what, what's the point of this pose here? What's going on? 
I just don't get it. And it looks like he's about to cut that kitty. I'm not going to lie. Like, watch out, kitty. You're about to get gutted. Uh, I'm overanalyzing. Like I said, I've been watching a lot of fucking... Uh, what's that? The, the, the tattoo contest thingy. Ink Master. So, yeah. A lot of... A lot of dissection of the art there going on in my stupid little head. Uh, and then, Patri- I know we're still going on the Antarctic Press. Patriotica United number two. Two covers there. So, geez, that took long enough to come out with issue number two. Aftershock. Just one from Aftershock this week. It's a number one. What is this? Land of the Living Gods from Isaac Mogajane. Mogajane? Mogajane? And Santos. There's two T's in that, so I didn't know how to pronounce it. And it's just Santos, like share. Santos. That's a huge description. All right, let's pick out some some uh, buzzwords here. Fairy tale. Uh, gods. Kind of saw that one coming. Last days. Spirits. Teenage girl. The, all right. See there, I think that's enough. Yeah. I got a South African writer here. Is it uh, Am I supposed to know that title? Matwadwe. All right. I don't know, but it's number one. So uh, there you go. From aftershock. Now we've got uh, do we have a little action lab? Do we have action lab? Are we allowed to talk about Action Lab? Oh, look at this Bigfoot Frankenstein cover. Oh, and it's the A cover, too. I like it. Um, hold on. My, <laughs> see, I dig this. I see what's going on here. It's it's like a, an ASM 700 homage. But this is Bigfoot Frankenstein, number 500. And then it says, minus 485. Because it's just issue number five. Um, but, uh, smart. Now, I've had Vernon Smith on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm a fan of this book. And then we've got Hath No Theory, number four. All right. I'm sorry, I'm looking at this cover here. Nice, I dig it. It's very barbaric. Uh, Yatzel and Freya. I like those names. Yatzel. Dig it. Alright, cool. A little, uh, little action lab there. I danger zone. Yeah, digger. Digger coming out from uh, action lab danger zone. How about Boom? Boom Comics, we got Basilisk number 7. Oh, I hear great things about Basilisk. It's still on my pull list. I've just fallen behind. But if you read the ODPH's parlay points, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to have to just check that out. They just did one on Basilisk, and I hear it's still the series. I'm glad I didn't drop it, let's put it that way, because I almost did. Not for the sake of quality by any means, I just haven't had the time to get around to it. And the apocalypse, you know, the the stack is what I'm trying to say, the apocalypse pile. It's, um, she gross. She gross. So, I mean, but looks like this is one that I'm going to look forward to getting around to. Thank you, ODPH. Uh, Berserker, number seven. Uh, fuck, I might be a couple issues behind on this one. 
just a couple though. Uh, but the, with that being said, I, I'm. I mean, I've said this before, but for those of you that you know, it looks like if we, according to my numbers, we have a staggering amount of new listeners. So, first off, welcome, thank you, and I mean a staggering amount of new listeners to start out this new year. So that's super badass. But um, my thoughts on Berserker initially, you know, pre-FOCs, I was like, fuck, fucking, we've got Bill and Ted, or which one was it, Bill or Ted? I think it's Ted. I don't know. Wasn't a fan. Um, writing a goddamn comic. But then I saw, you know, oh shit, Matt Kent. And, you know, this is, this is, there's a good team behind it, so there, there could be something to it. And it turns out there was something to it. You know, It's a pretty neat series. It turned me around. I thought it was the worst spec of the year. And I still think that the first print of issue number one, it's, it's going to be a while. I and mean, I stand by that. But with all the variants and everything, you know, the, the, the reprints, collectible. There is some collectability behind it. Now, with that, all yeah, whatever. Seven, coming out, FOCs, this week. And once again, there is a Garbit foil variant. I want it, uh, was it three? Four? Hmm. Is that Daniel Warren Johnson? Oh my god, there's a Daniel Warren Johnson Berserker cover. It's the greatest. Whoa. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not a Kiana fan, people. I mean, the dude's really good at shooting guns and saving... Well, he's not even good at saving puppies, fuck. But, <laughs> but I mean, I just... He's a... I mean, I, I don't dislike him as a human. He's a goddamn great person, okay? Let me just stop you there. I don't... I just think he's a terrible actor, is all. Oh, my, uh... My how good does he write a comic weariness was very, uh... Mm-hmm. Out of, out of this world. But um, yeah, that's a fucking sweet cover, and it's gonna be foil too. Yeah, I want that. I want it. I want it, Daddy. Buckhead number three. I never got around to reading number one. It's a shame. Shit. So with that being said, number two found its way on my pull. Never found its way on my pull list. But. For those of you that are looking for a a, a, a younger reader storyline, you know, replace that Lumberjanes, Buckhead might be the thing. It just might be. Uh, two covers on that, too. I like that B cover. Very video game-like. Oh, it's a book about video games, so that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and we've got Buffy the Vampire Slayer number 34 out this week. Two covers there, and that wraps up the boom FOCs. Don't miss out. Let's click on Dynamite, because they've been having some pretty rad shit lately. Um, hmm. Hell Sonya number two. Uh, number one still hasn't come out yet, but number two on the FOCs. So uh, There you go. Um, I'll let you know how I feel. I see Hell Sonya actually seemed pretty uh, rad to me to start out, but then I start looking at all these covers again, I'm like, ah, oh, they're just going right back to the, the way of dynamite, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty booby, not pretty, I mean, I guess pretty booby, but, <laughs> boob-filled dynamite once again, there you go, and not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, uh, IDW, we have Star Trek Mirror War number four, on two covers there, 
Star Wars Adventures number 14, two covers there. A fifth printing of Last Ronin number one. Well, I'm gonna, I mean, yeah, I think that's probably uh, a good hold. It's gonna be very low printed, and I think it's, yep, it's gonna have its day. I do. And then there's a fourth printing of number two. Yes. Good job, Ben Bishop. I'm proud of you, ma'am. Good covers, brother. Good covers. Uh, and then we've got Transformers King Grimlock number five, wrapping up with its little mini-series there. Those are your IDW books this week. Uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse Comics, we've got Black Manor. Oh, you're black. You're, <laughs> you're black. You're back. You're back, Black Manor. Two covers there. A new, what is it, Fire in the Blood. Yep, there's the new series there. A little four-parter. Dig it. Dig it. Mm -hmm. Horror is the genre, in case you're wondering. Now let's see what's going on with Image Comics this week. We got a thing called Truth, number four of a little five-parter there. Three covers to choose from on that one. We've got Ant, number two. This one will be on the FOCs for the next six months, I would imagine. Just until they get enough to actually buy the ink to print this book. My point is, no one gives a shit. If people gave a shit about this book, it wouldn't have to be on the FOCs. I mean, it's just, it, 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 it's desperate. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to take anything from Eric Larson. The dude is a legend in itself. But the, the stuff that he continues to do now, it's just, I don't know, man. Super niche. Super niche, and that's all he plays to, is his very niche dying off. I mean, well, okay, that was a little harsh, but, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's not growing his audience, let's put it that way. He's not expanding it. I mean, he's attempting to, but, once again, it's you gotta put this shit out, man. You know, you're never gonna expand your audience if it takes a year Worth the two books to be on the fucking FOCs for, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm probably exaggerating a little bit, but Jesus Christ, I'm so tired of seeing this book on the FOCs and these lame retro cover swipe things that he's attempting to gimmick us with. And I don't know, man. There's my little rant there. My ant rant. Ant rant. Crossover number 11. Oh, man, this could be a big one. I heard some hype around this one, but I've also heard hype around just about every issue of this series, so take that for what you will. Uh, but, uh, yeah, crossover still happening, people. Still happening. Uh, Magic Order number uh, number four. That's what it is. Magic Order number four of chapter two. I know, it's... Uh, but what are you going to do? This is how they do it now, people. Even if they have all of the intentions of doing 50 issues within the same universe, they have to divide it up into 10 chapters, I guess, or whatever it works out to be. And I get it. The more number ones, the better. Number ones sell, number ones get people in, blah, 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 blah. But, I mean, have a little faith in your, uh, in your product sometimes, you know? Pull a John Lehman. Pull out 60 issues of a run, you know? And then come out and a few years later, do it again. <laughs> uh, let's, mm. 
Just saying, people. Just saying. I I understand. I'm not saying the the season two thing, you know, the the the, the divided up volumes thing should be done away with. I just want to see more sixty issue series. That's all. That's all. Especially when you're just gonna put out the next volume a couple days later. You know, that's at least that's what it seems like. Sweet paprika number seven, one, two, three, four, five covers there. And uh well not safe for work action going on. Well, what's going on with the the boob placement on this one? Like up top she's eighteen. And we're just gonna say for the sake of uh legalities she looks 18 uh down below 97 that's some real aging going on there in the chesticles new masters what is this it's a number one from shobo and shaf nigerian brothers shobo and shaf present new masters a groundbreaking blend of science fiction action drama and vibrant afrofuturism that's a new word at least to me, in a striking vision of West Africa. Sorry, that's South African accent. It doesn't make sense. Under the thumb of alien colonizers, a motley crew of outcasts find themselves caught up in a power struggle over control of an ancient artifact with immense power. There you go. Uh-huh. What's that word again? Afrofuturism. Would that be like uh, Black Panther? Would that fall under Afrofuturism? I mean, would it? I'm asking you. Two covers to choose from there. Nita Hall's Nightmare Blog. Um, one, two covers on that one. Oh, fun stuff. Where the fuck has the rest of this series been on my pull list? Is, did this not get added as an ongoing? Why am I? Why have I only read one issue, and we're talking about issue four on the FOCs? Why? Uh oh. Um, that's not gonna fly with me. No, especially on account of how much I really liked issue one. Just saying. Uh, Noctera number seven. See, this is how you can do it, people. You know, Scott Snyder. He does it. You know, the six issues in. We're not gonna start over. And sure, I mean, they probably could. But, mm, no. Issue number seven, like, that's... I think, when it comes to comics, seven and 13 are probably my favorite numbers because that means we're beyond many we're beyond series and issue 13 is now an ongoing. You know? Like, that's just... <sighs> I don't know. I just had a, an epiphany. And look at all the covers on Nocturra. Well, three. But what do we got here? Donnie? Danny? Oh, shit, yeah. See, Danny needs to do more work. Mm. Danny from Coffin Bound, Arkham City, Order of the World. That Danny. So good. So good. I'm assuming it's a she based off the spelling, but we can't assume genders these days. I fucking love that cover. I love uh, I think our art's just getting better and better and better every time, too. Every time. It started out amazing. Oh, and that B cover is rad as hell. Is that Block Talk? <gasps> no spoilers. Is that a spoiler? I don't want to see that. I mean, it's cool, but I don't want to see that. It feels like a spoiler. 
Hmm. Uh, scumbag, number 12. Alright, I think this is that right on the, uh, the verge. Am I going to see scumbag number 13? Please give me, I mean, I'm not going to get ahead of myself here, but this is one that just needs to be ongoing. You know, I could see this going, oh, excuse me, 25 issues. I can't, I, well, I'm really surprised we ha this hasn't been optioned yet. I'm not going to lie, this has like an Amazon Prime all over it. All over it. Uh, two covers on that one. We've got Spawn number 326 out this week. Two covers on this one. I love that Bjorn Barons getting that A cover. Is Bjorn Barons my new favorite cover artist? I don't know. I've had this discussion with us uh, for, I don't know, probably five weeks now. You know? And we've got The Walking Dead Deluxe number of 32 out this week. So those are your indie comics due to be ordered by Monday. Now let's get into the Marvel books. Now this is where you speculators really start taking notes, uh, particularly this week. Oh, look at that. I've got, I've got image art this week. I thought I was going to have to stop for a second and go through to a different website. Thanks to, uh, Tarl over at Nerds Forever. He gave me some, uh, some insights as to Mm-hmm. Turns out the cover art does exist. It does exist. It does exist. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, it's not just they wait until, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to rant on something that doesn't even be ranted on right now because right now I've got the fucking, the situation has been fixed. You know, we don't talk about uh, broken records that have been fixed, do we? Wait, hold on. I've got everything mixed up there. Uh, Marvel. Due to be ordered by Monday. We've got Amazing Spider-Man number 88, dot a baby. Mm-hmm. So, dot beyond. So, yes, tying, I don't know. Eventually, they're going to read. Once the whole beyond arc is over, it's going to go from issue number, like, I don't know, 90 to 97. Or 94, or whatever the fuck it is, because legacy numbering. You know, I mean, the issue counts for something. It's not, I don't know, it's just, that's how they did it last time, at least. It jumped. So, I don't know, it's just weird how they do this stuff. Just give it 89, you know? And just keep going with it. Because that's how you're going to count it anyway. It's all part of the same fucking story arc. It's okay if it bounces around a little bit. Shit's told like that all the time. It wouldn't be the fuck, I don't know, whatever. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Avengers number 53. All right, so we've got these X-Gwen variants going on here. And, you know, it seems kind of polarizing. There's some people going, really, the way we really need this? And then there's some people going, holy shit! You know, it's because, yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm kind of on the fence, you know? When it's good, I like it. But when it's not my favorite, I'm like, this is unnecessary. So, I mean, typical shit, right? Typical. Uh, what do we have going on here? It looks like we've got X-Gwen Kitty Pride and the shit out of this situation. Got Lockheed on the cover. Yep, that's what's going on. Uh, well, you know, I don't fucking... I don't hate it. Lee Romero getting the cover there. You know? Now, is this going to be a theme that I uh, uh, paper my walls with? Probably not. But, still. You know? Uh, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. 
and then we've got, uh, let's see here, uh, Black History Month variant. This I do not have an image for. Done by Joshua Swaby. K.A. Sway. Not like DJ Sway, right? From MTV and all of that shit. <laughs> MTV. That's how I. That's how I know Sway. How old am I? Jesus Christ. Uh, is it the same one though? Ben Riley Spider-Man number two. Now we've got the return of uh, Spider Carnage in here, but the thing is, is it's Ben Riley fighting Spider Carnage, so more than likely it's going to be a new introduction of a character. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know. It could be a sleeper issue. I have a feeling it's going to be low print. I just got a feeling. And, I don't know, this this could be, uh, this could be the Marvel book. Could be the Marvel book that fucks you, too. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm slightly going, I'm mostly going off a of Key Collector. I'm not going to lie. And Key Collector has, uh, bent me over a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, you know, I uh, expected more, but whatever, uh, <laughs> now, wh I guess I'm not helping you at all right now, am I, how do I personally feel about this book, well, how am I going to order it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume the best, I am, I, I'm gonna order it like there's going to be something to this, I just am, I like the B cover on this as well, Dan Jurgens, I like it, Captain Marvel number 36. Mm-hmm. The last of the Marvel's finale. There is a spoiler variant on this. Uh, and I will be picking it up. I don't have an image art because it just says spoiler. But, you know, I mean, naturally. But, uh, you know, I've, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like this binary character is going to really blow the fuck up. And, yeah. And I don't know what's going to go on in this. I, it's, uh, something's happening, people. Something's happening. Uh, Devil's Reign, number four. Due to be ordered this week. One, two, three, four, five, six covers to choose from. The uh, Sway Black History Month on this one. Pretty badass. If you're a Luke Cage fan, that's, that's rad. I like that cover. Good deal. Nice yellow. A real nice yellow to it. Con, you know, and even the it's nice the way it con, the the two yellows contrast off of each other. That often doesn't really work well, but it's good. It's good. There's an X Gwen variant on this. I can't really see Betsy Cola. Hmm. Hmm. And then there's a villains for hire on this done by Scon. All right. If you're a Cap fan. Oh, it looked like he was protecting a Nazi for a second. No, it's a police officer. <laughs> Sorry, the shading on the lip there kind of... Uh, <laughs> say, whoa, Cap. Hail Hydra, I guess. Uh, all right, there's a facsimile that I think is going to do very well. Uh, maybe even immediately. Um, but the, the, the Edge of Spider-Verse Gwen Stacy first appearance. Facsimile is probably going to be something that... You're gonna, you're gonna want to pick up store away, because that other one is, uh, you know, the first appearance, very out of reach. Even all the reprints and stuff, out of reach. I have a feeling facsimiles are all gonna have a heyday here in like 30 years, 20 years. You want to feel better? Like 12 years, facsimiles are gonna have their day. Uh, Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, number four. Couple covers on that one. 
Hulk number two getting the second printing, and rightfully so considering we got the first appearance of a, you know, alter or alternate dimensional, is that a thing? Uh, Bruce, Bruce Banner. So, mm hmm. Pick up that second printing. I dare you. Maestro, World War M. World War M. Oh. More Peter David. Three covers on that one. Does it connect? Can't. No, it doesn't connect. Very similar covers, though. Uh, Moon Knight, number six, getting a second printing. Oh, right on. Okay, I like that cover, too. What goes on in Moon Knight number six? Hmm. I mean, I just read it. I don't... Hmm. The team-up of... That might be it. Maybe it's gonna... I mean, the, the team-up of... Uh, Hunter's Moon and Moon Knight. And it's hardly even a team-up. I don't know. Moon Knight number 8 on the pre-orders this week. I like it. You know, Hunter's Moon taking over the mantle of uh, Moon Knight's vigilanteisms. Steve McNiven just killing it on these covers. Wait, no, that's Corey Smith, it says. After McNiven. Oh, okay. See, that's why. Homage well, good sir. Homage well. Are you grabbing onto that lightning? Looks like he's Wonder Woman out of that. Mm. Uh, oh, and there's an ex-Gwen variant on this. Oh, she's all cyclopsed out. Look at you, Todd Knock, doing your thing. Uh, New Mutants number 20. Oh! One, two covers there. Momoko. Yep, that's not how next Ben that I could tell it's wrong from a fucking one inch by two inch thumbnail. Uh, Secret X-Men. Secret X-Men. Oh. Okay. A little out of control here with these X-Titles people. We've got Sunspot and Cannibal and Marrow and Tempo and Forge and Banshee and Strong Guy and Armor and Boom Boom on a secret mission to save Empress Xandra. Oh, God, Lord. See? There you go. I mean, this. Do, you, do we need this, people? Do we? Is this going to be the first X book that I don't add? It might be. It might be. I just don't really care at this point. I'm a little sour with, you know, how Hickman's exiting. and it's, I don't blame Hickman in any way, shape, or form. You know, it's just, what it is. Anyway, uh, let's see. Multiple covers on this, naturally as Marvel does with a new number one. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number 20. Two covers on this. Oh, yes. Three covers on this, I apologize. Dig it. Dig it hard. Star Wars Darth Vader, my favorite comic book series of 2020. There, a little spoilers for the cheersies. That's just my personal favorite, though. Uh, more Star Wars this week. We've got Star Wars High Republic Trail of Shadows number five. Wrapping up with its little mini series there. A couple covers there. Oh, let's see. This is one I haven't seen on the FOCs at all. Or not the FOCs, the uh, Key Collector app. Now, I do believe this is going to be the first official appearance of the new Punisher Skull. I know. Very polarizing, but. Facts is facts, and I have not seen this on any other cover until just now. Uh, timeless number one, second printing. I think this is probably the Marvel pickup of the week. Sleeper for sure. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a handful of these. It's probably gonna be the heaviest Marvel order I make this week. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. I would say so. Uh, Venom number three getting a second printing. Uh, rightfully so. There is a good first appearance in this. this uh, I forget his name, but he's he's Bedlam? Is that it? Maybe I didn't forget his name. But I I don't know, man. I, I just got a... I got a good feeling about this. I mean, they're they're building, uh, or introducing a mechanical symbiote hunter, you know, like an Iron Man version kind of situation, like a Hulkbuster meets symbiote hunter. It's a symbiote buster. Bam! Fuck you, Marvel. Pay me. Uh, no, it's. I I think once again the reprints this week, people, it's gonna be gonna be worth it I really do um, and yes hold on to them for a couple of months you'll be okay it's not gonna kill you uh, venom number five out this week and I do believe we are going to get an actual first full new dude new suit all up in the shit um, yeah I don't know it's, uh, the, the venom stuff right now people Oh, and Al Ewing's back on it. Nice. Nice. Not that I haven't been enjoying what Rom V's been doing, because I really, really have been. But I'm anxious to see what uh, Al Ewing's... I don't know. He's just got such a dense style to him. You know? The dude builds worlds, man. I'm just... I'm not... I'm not always smart enough for Al Ewing people. I'm not going to lie. You know, Mortal Hulk confused me a lot. I thought, you know, just Bruce Banner, Hulk smash. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. The, uh, oh, the X-Gwen variant on this one. What is that? That's, uh, old, uh, Dazzler. Yeah. Dazzler Gwen. Uh, yeah, I've, I, I can see a very niche crowd willing to pay good money for that. I just but you got to know. You got to know. Um I don't know. That's 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 what I got this week for the FOC's people. Now, like I said, the FOC pickup of the week between all three I mean all three. The big two and indies. I I really do think the second printing of Timeless is going to do very well. Um, the the second printing of uh, pick one, Brian, pick one. Uh, well, you know what? I'll give you my top three for Marvel: uh, the Timeless number one second printing, Venom number three second printing, and Ben Riley Spiderman number two. And oh, maybe even the Captain Marvel thirty six spoiler variant. So there's my. My top four this week for Marvel uh, from the Indies, dude. I mean, call me, <laughs> call me biased, but that Behemoth—it is by far my favorite. I mean, when was the last time you heard me that fucking stoked on a comic? You know, just anything. Ah, Black Sabbath. Sign me the fuck up. It is so rad. Oh, so rad. And then as far as DC's FOCs goes, I don't know where this uh, this accent's coming from here. I don't like it. Oh, Blaze. Yeah, Suicide Squad Blaze, for sure. 100%, 100 million percent, yeah. That's that's the one. That's the one. And, oh, I mean, with the indies as well, you gotta play things is gonna be dope. So this is, 
there's uh, lots of potential this week, people. Lots of potential. And I'm just talking, I mean, that's just the speculator shit. You want just good shit? Good, I mean, fucking Vader. I don't think it's ever too late to jump on Vader. You know, it's so goddamn good. Uh, really, Greg Pak should have been nominated for Writer of the Year, but I feel like that's all he did this year was write Vader. I don't know. I mean, that's all. <laughs> it's like saying that's all he did was come up with the uh, the theory of relativity. <laughs> he just focused all of his time on that. You know, I don't know, man. Um, all right, people, pre-order your books. Pre-order them. It is highly, highly important. Um, it does, it's better for the creators, it's better for the shops, it's better for you, you save money, and if you pre-order your books and for some reason through your shop you're not getting a discount, then hit me up and I will put you in touch with, um, uh, the, the right people. Nerds Forever. Nerds Forever. <laughs> Callback. will hook you up, man. Um, seriously. Or, I mean, if, you, you know, it's just DC books that you may be after right now. I could hook you up right now. You know, you start up. Pull this through me, and yeah, I'll, I'll for sure hook you up with a discount through your pre-orders. No doubts about it. Um, but keep in mind that I am still expanding my uh, my my stuff. You know, we're just at Lunar right now. Uh, but that all all of that's growing. All of that's growing. But anyway, pre-order your books. Pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. Uh, I'm going to take a a little breaky poo, and I will uh, be right back with next week's new book highlights. In the meantime, enjoy some apocalypse promo. Why can't he put you in the shark? Because you can't grapple a ghost. <laughs> Fucking obviously, <laughs> you can't. He's a ghost. You can't. Grapple a ghost! Beans, cool. I can't. There's already a dead body involved. Exactly! Very full. Sometimes when you do some crime, people die. And it's okay. We're the Broken Lords. We provide the finest actual play RPG related nonsense this side of the internet. Follow us on Twitter at Lords Broken and give us a listen on any major podcasting platform. Alright, I am back with more comic book talk, people. We're talking about the books coming out next new comic book day. Starting with Lunar. A lot of these are going to be coming out Tuesday, being that they're DC and whatnot. So here we go. These are the books coming out next week. And once again, I am going to kind of speed through these unless there's something particularly noteworthy to talk about. Because, I mean, you should have already ordered it, right? Should have already ordered it. Um, <laughs> all right, starting with Batgirls number two. Let's see, we got two covers on that one. Batman Skibidi Mysteries number ten of that little twelve-parter. We've got Batman Urban Legends number eleven. This is mm, it's a Mark Russell people. Mark Russell, mm, not Bat Dog, because it sounds like he's saying Bad Dog. Lots of skipping ahead, skipping ahead, skipping Dancing with the Dragon, number three. This is out of Scout, so there you go. Detective 1048. We do got a first appearance in here. Oh, what's her name? I thought I saw. I thought I saw. I know there was a first appearance in here. More relation to the Tower story, you know, obviously. And it'll be on a 12 part weekly story. Good stuff, people. 
good stuff. Sorry, I'm stalling. I'm stalling. Where the fuck did it go? There it is. Uh, okay, a cameo appearance of Dr. Ocean. All right. I don't know. Cameos, cameo. Apparently, it takes three appearances to be a full appearance now, these days. Uh, but, um, you know, whatever. Take it for what you will. Regardless, badass covers on this all the way around. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great story. Uh, uh, Future State Gotham number nine, number nine. They say this is the first cover appearance of the next Joker, but I say, what? Because he very clearly appeared on the uh, last cover, and even more so. I don't know. Uh, regardless, important stuff, because this is the origin of the next Joker. So I hope you, hope you have it coming to you. I don't know what that accent was. Uh, two covers on that one. Harley Quinn, the animated series. Eat Bang Kill Thor, number five out this week. We've got Hyper Thick, number two. I believe this is out of Ahoy. Either Ahoy or Scout. I don't remember. But regardless, number two. Uh, I am Batman, number five. We got a... I mean, I've been told a full or a, a first appearance in here. It seems kind of ambiguous, the information I've been given, but yeah, there you go. Um, a couple covers there. Matina on that B cover. Joker number 11. I think the Jim Chung cover here is going to be a sleeper cover. I do. I think it's going to be really popular having the old punchline and the Harley Quinn draped around the Joker. And I mentioned this on the FOCs. This isn't something that I'm just realizing. And I, have a, I ordered a... I ordered real nice on all of these covers, actually, because this Cal New cover is amazing as well. Justice League Voices, the Legion of Superheroes, number one. First appearance of the new Gold Lanterns. So, uh, there you go. A couple covers to choose from there. We got My Bad, number three, Mark Russell. Uh-huh, out of Ahoy Comics. Gotta love it. Mark Russell doing the old comedy. The old ha-ha. Uh, Pennyworth, number six out this week. We've got... Sorry, scroll on here. Scroll problems. Robin and Batman, number three. This is wrapping up. Wrapping up. Couple covers to choose from there. We've got Space Cadet out of Scout or Scoot. It's that, you know, younger reader situation there. Jonathan Hedrick, the same guy that does the recount. Doing a, a younger reader book. Gotta love it. Talk about range, people. Uh, Titans United. Uh, we've got Titans United, number five, out this week. Cal New getting a pretty badass variant on that one. And that wraps up your DCs and your Lunars and whatnot. Let's see what Indies are coming out this week. Oh, good lord. Oh, Diamond's all fucked up. Hang on. See, this is where, uh, this is where, uh, what were they called? Uh, oh, uh, League of Comic Geeks comes in. So from Diamond, I'm going to switch over to League of Comic Geeks. Give me just a second here. Oh, boy. All right, my OCD is going to kill me here. This is a little more out of order than I'm I'm used to, but hey, we have images. We have, we have uh, information, uh, important stuff. All right, so let's start with Aftershock. From Aftershock, Maniac in New York, Bronx is burning. Number two, out this week. 
from see, Skybound. I see how you divide it up there, huh? We've got Stillwater number 12. From Second Sight, we've got These Damn Kids number 2 and Rockabilly Monsters number 1. There you go. From a Vault Comics out this week, we got We Ride Titans number 1. Ah, there we go. That's something that you should probably keep your eye on there. And Lunar Room number 2. Kind of liking this. Kind of liking this situation here. From Vault, we go to Scout Comics. Uh, we've got Tales Told in Technicolor, Season 2, Number 1. I don't know why they call it Season 2. It's just a one-shot, but whatever. I think they should just year it, you know? Tales Told in Technicolor 2022, you know? But whatever. And we've got Distorted, Number 1. I remember being pretty excited about that one. So two Number 1s out this week. Technically colored. Uh, number 2, but whatever. Whatever. I'm not going to argue. I won't. Uh, from Action Lab, we've got New Men, number one. What was this? Can I click on things here? Oh, I like this. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, and I like the way this all c comes up here. Very nice. Good job, League of Comic Geeks. This is what it's supposed to look like. And thank you. Oh, see, now all my filters are all fucked up. Maybe I don't like it. I don't like it. Love it. See, once you go back, you gotta turn off all your. your sh okay, okay, okay. I'm not gonna freak out, man. I'm not gonna do what everybody thinks I'm gonna do. And freak out, man. Alright, hold on. You hold on. Oh my god. Alright, don't click on the things, okay? Whatever you do, don't click on the things. Uh, from. Antarctic, we've got Horror Comics number 8 and Death by Life number 8. The title. <laughs> IDW, we've got Star Trek The Mirror War number 3 and Transformers Best of Optimus Prime number 1. Ew, eh. I'm gonna like that, right? How's about Boom? Boom Studios this week. Wait, no. Wrong fucking week. See, this is all... Ah, oh, I knew it. That was all last week. See, this is why everything's fucked up. Everything's fucked up. Let me go back. I'm so sorry, people. Some of that... Starting with... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. What was Antarctic Press? Nothing. IDW? Okay, starting with IDW. I'm so sorry for that confusion. Star Wars High Republic Adventures number 12. This is the final issue, I guess. Makes me wonder some things. I mean, not uh, not that it's doing poorly or anything like that, but how much of this timeline do they really have drawn out? Onto where I don't know. I mean, we, we got to see what the main Marvel thing does before we really start judging stuff. But I mean, yeah. Um, who knows what could pop off in this though? Being the the final issue. We got Transformers, Wreckers, Tread Circuits. Bam. See, it even fucking. It even labels the things right and whatnot. Just don't click on them. Like, that's the only rule. You know, don't feed it after midnight and don't click on it. Because everything will get all fucked up. Sonic the Hedgehog Imposter Syndrome. Number two. It just looks like a blank variant. Blank cover. Hmm. Is it showing me all the uh, variants and stuff on this? Let me see here. What's it do when I... Oh, no, I don't want to do that. I clicked on... Okay. Whew. Whew. 
not released. Sorry, I'm just looking at the uh, at the There's there's all types of buttons and stuff with this. We're learning. Uh, boom, boom studios out this week. We got Mad and Mouth in number fifteen and Boofy, Liest the Vampire Slayer number two from Dynamite. Yeah, no, they totally don't give the variants on this. That's fine though. That's fine because you should have probably already pre-ordered them, right? We've got Nyx number three. Hell Sonya number one. Ah, I know there's some badass variants on this one I'm looking forward to. And then Vampiverse number five. Dig it. From Image Comics, we've got Department of Truth number 15. Mmm. Undiscovered Country number 18. The Scorched. Oh, there's some spawn for that ass. Number one. King of Spies number two. I've been looking forward to this one, people. Been looking, uh, looking forward to this one. I like the first issue a lot. We've got The Good Asian number eight. Ah, Rain, number one. I'm very, very anxious for this one. It's a Joe Hill story done in comic form by David Bohr, the uh, co-creator of Canto. Mm-hmm. Not Uncanto, the late, you know, the latest Disney sensation. Uh, Canto, our little clockwork phenom. Uh, Rain is the book, and uh, it's got quite the premise. Quite the premise. Inkblot, number 15, out this week. Uh, Savage Dragon, 261, out this week. And Phenom X, number 3. Mm-hmm. And now, uh... Okay, that, that shit. Is that really all they have? I hope I didn't skip any. Hopefully not. Oof. Uh, Marvel. Marvel out this week. All right, now this is where it gets, uh... Pay attention, people. We got The Amazing Spider-Man, number 85. We've got Marauders, number 27. Dark Ages, number 4. This is just a great series. Don't sleep on Dark Ages, people. It's the best. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 39. Hmm. I'm a couple issues behind on Fantastic Four. But I have read the majority of this run, and I'm proud to say that. Because pre this run, I didn't give a shit about Fantastic Four. I really didn't. But then I felt guilty as being somebody that, you know, does comics for a living, it's like not knowing, or you know, not going, knowing what's going on in Superman, or Spider-Man, or Batman, you know, like your staple titles, I feel like Fantastic Four is a Marvel staple title that you just kind of know what the heck's going on, uh, Star Wars, number 20 out this week, Savage Avengers, 28, I do believe this is the final issue, I believe, uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 20, Ah, Daredevil Woman Without Fear. I dig it. Look at that cover, too. That Frank Miller cover. I knew that existed. See, this is giving me the freaking art, people. It's giving me the art. Uh, we've got X-Men Legends, number 10, out this week. Spider-Woman, number 18. Apparently, we get the, uh, her version of the, the first appearance of her version of the Sinister Six. I think they're like the Anti-Arachnites or something like that, is what they were called. Or, I don't know, the anti-Arax? I don't know. But whatever it is, it's a first appearance, you know? Dig it. Look at that kingpin all up in there. I love a good kingpin cover, baby. Hawkeye Keep Bishop number three out this week. Devil's Reign Superior 4. I think it's it's probably a good pickup. Probably a good pickup. I think the pickup of the week, though, from Marvel is going to be this uh, Death of Doctor Strange Bloodstone number one. First appearance of Elsa Bloodstone's sister. I did 
order 10 copies to be able to get the 1 in 10 incentive on this. That uh, No, sorry, it is not going to go up in the live sale. Unless it's going for some extravagant amount of money day one, but I feel like this is going to be a book that has long-term potential. It needs to get out to CGC. Uh, they're, they're clearly doing some Bloodstone stuff here. Very clearly. Uh, we've got Darkhawk number five out this week. Star Wars The High Republic Eye of the Storm number one. We've got Origin Stories Galore all up in this one, so get excited. I really dig that cover, too. We've got The Thing, number three, out this week. Uh, it's been good, people. I mean, it's been... feels very classic comic booky, Very classic. Uh, we've got Wastelanders Black Widow, number one. This is the first appearance of, essentially, old lady Black Widow. And it's said to have a first appearance of what they call the Lizard King. Um, and, you know, even Key Collector assumes it's Kurt Connors, and rightfully so. I, I think it's Jim Morrison, but whatever um but yeah no I, th I think it's a book that's worth definitely having a few copies of so i hope you pre-ordered those and remember the rule people i gotta say it at least once every pull list priorities if you didn't pre-order it and then you decide you're gonna speculate on it later either hop shops but never ever ever pick up more than two copies of a book that's less than a week old off the shelf if you didn't pre-order it um you know it's just it's just etiquette it, it keeps the uh, the comic book name clean, you know? That's, that's what it is. It's just, Don't sully the name of the comic book flipper. And just pre-order your books, people. That's, that's really just what it comes down to. But if you relate to it, then yeah. And if you see the 1 in 10 of the Doctor Strange Elsa Bloodstone on the wall, then grab that. I mean, I don't, you know, that's a different story. I don't always expect you to order all, you know, 10 uh, books to get the incentive. You know, if you're, if you're willing to gamble and chase that book and pay... You know, whatever the asking price happens to be, then good on you. You know, I just, to me, at $4, I guess it's $5 a book, fuck. Um, but still, uh, I, th I think it's worth it. You know, and I get like a fucking, I don't know, like a 40% discount, I think. So, yeah, it should be good. Um, and then King Conan, number two, out this week from Marvel. We've got Miss Marvel Beyond Limit number two. There is said to be a first appearance slash cameo appearance of something that's probably pretty important. Uh, I don't. I can't. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name, but yeah. And then lastly, out this week, we have, but definitely not Leisler. We've got uh, Marvel Voices Heritage number one, and uh, yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be some stuff in here that is going to. They're going to gain some attention. I don't know how quickly it is, but, yeah. I mean, the, you know, we're going to get the origin of River, which is, you know, kind of a, a mainstay name that will be in the uh, Echo universe, I would imagine. And it's, it's, it's all important stuff, people. All important stuff. So there you go. It has been Polis Priorities. These are the books that are coming out in the future. And, uh, yeah, I hope you've been informed, you know. There's not very many rules to comics, but... You know, like I said, don't don't shelf dwell. Don't be the guy that takes the whole stack of books because you lined up first that day and camped out in front of the store. And you know, just ugh, don't don't be that person. Priority your books. I promise you, it is worth worth the time and effort. It, 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 it'll save you a lot of headache, a lot of money, 
everything. So there you go. Remember to check out 307nerdsforever.com. Use code CHEERS at checkout. Save yourself an additional 10%. On top of all that, uh, in case, you know, like I said, for all you new listeners out there, you're not aware, uh, Cheers to Comics is also officially a brand new fresh out of the womb retailer in itself so hit up shopcheerstocomics.com use code podcast to save yourself from extra due and uh, I'm always I'm always trying to stay competitive with them prices baby and do my best to put as much inventory up on there as possible I I love uh, it's, it's so cool this is so cool as a new retailer seeing like the emails come in and everything you could be a part of that you could be a part of that gloriousness you know be in the younger days as this thing grows and expands, you're like, hey, man, I was there. I was one of the first people, you know? Um, I mean, don't get me. I've sold a lot of fucking comic books, people. But as far as, like, having the website go and everything, seeing these first day sales are pretty fucking fantastic. So, yeah, be one of those people, you know? Be Shop cheers to comics.com. Use code podcast. And, uh... Yeah, baby. And, and, you know, if you're looking for all things Cheers to Comics, then hit up CheersToComics.com. You know, just, it's, the, it's the easy one-stop situation. Remember, 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 this coming Sunday, people, January 9th, myself and Ken M. of the Otodero Parley, our podcast, are getting together to host the third annual Cheersies. We're talking the best of 21, 21 people. The Ringo's... Oh, they wish. They wish. You know, (laughs) we're coming for you, baby. Eisner's. Oh, everybody's going to be excited about the Cheersies. It's going to have the little uh, Cheersies logo on books here soon. You know, Cheersies nominee, Cheersies award winner, uh, Cheersies nominated writer. It's going to be a thing, people. So tune in. Once again, get in on the early days, the third annual. Can you imagine getting in on uh, watching the third annual uh, Oscars? Aren't they on, like, 187 years of that shit or something like that? I again. I thought. Right, you could, that could be you. So tune in on Facebook and YouTube. You can do it both. Yeah, fucking comment, baby. You know, get in on the action. It's going to be real fun doing it live this year. You know, you never know who's going to pop in. You never know. I mean, pfft. I'm mean, friends with all types of people. I've been surprised before in my live sales to see some creators just popping in and be like, hey, what's up, bro? Yeah, it could be a good time. So, there you have it. All right, people, I'll talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I commend that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers! Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zuck. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a 
culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think the apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because the apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's, it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you.